Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you mind if I record the podcast, William? I'm with my husband. We're supposed to be having some time together. We are together. Without working. This isn't work. This is talking to the wonderful people of Homo sapiens. <sighs> it's real, isn't this relationship? culture is being able to quote Diana for your own marriage. Um, hi everybody, it's Homo Sapiens. It's not just Homo Sapiens, it's a very special episode of Homo Sapiens. Do you know we've got on this week, William? No. Yes, you do. He's grimacing because he thinks he should know. Jesse? No. Danny Minogue. <gasps> Danny Minogue from that show I watched. Yeah, I kissed a boy. Yeah, uh, Danny Minogue. Well, not just from that show. Danny Minogue from X Factor. Danny Minogue from our entire childhood. Your first memory of Danny Minogue? X Factor. You must have known her music. No, no, Carly's music. Just... Wait, me for you go. <laughs> uh, no, not George Michael. <laughs> I don't remember a Danny Danny Minogue songs. This is it. Right. Put the needle on it. So, what did you listen to when you were a teenager? When you were being closeted? Packerbell's Canon. What's that? It's a bit of Baroque music. Was it you listened to Dire Straits, didn't you? Dire Straits? Well, I listened to classical music. I had you, to at school. You put the straight in Dire Straits. Straight acting non scene. <laughs> How's all that gay shame going? I'm not ashamed of being gay. Far from it. Okay, well, my first Danny Minogue memory, it was the This Is It video, because she did it with, I think the person she was going out with, Julian McMahon, was in the video, topless, bouncing a beach ball around. He was, he was topless, for clarity, not Danny. Um, and it was a sucker punch right between the eyes. One of my sexual awakenings, I'll say, because he was very handsome. Do you remember Julian McMahon? No. Okay, well, good chat about the history of pop music. Thank you, William. Um, so Danny is on because she has got a brand new show. It's called I Kissed a Boy. I loved her. We had such a nice chat. She is... Um, loads of stuff in her in the papers recently about her sticking up for the LGBT community. Always has. She was one of the first people to ever do a gig at GAY. Can you believe? We talk all about that. We talk all about the history of her pop career. We talk about the new show. I'd love to know what you think because it's out. It's available now. And 
the other thing we're doing today is we're talking about first kisses. But before we get into that, have you caught up with last week's episode? We spoke to Owen O'Kane about LGBTQ plus mental health. I hope it was useful to you all. We'll do more of them. So let us know things that we didn't cover and we'll cover them. And then we had the Eurovision special live from Liverpool, talking to all of you Homo Sapiens fans in Liverpool, talking to people who were there to cheer on the British. May Muller absolutely smashed it. So well done, May. Let us know what you thought of that. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram, at homosapienspodcast on Facebook. We've got a new message. You're on Facebook? I'm not on Facebook. Homo Sapiens is on Facebook. We first exchanged messages on Facebook. We did, didn't we? Do you Lots of you got in touch about the Owen O'Kane interview last week with LGBT mental health. Jake got in touch. This episode is life-affirming. I'm entering my half-century this year and still carry a massive bag of shame and trauma that fucks my head on the regular. Whether it's social status, my proximity to masculinity, not being queer enough, young enough, a new anxiety, further along my career path, happier, better, the list is endless, but it's all shame-riddled angst. I've decided to put in the work and I'm on a wait list for therapy. Shame withers in the light resonated so clearly for me. Thank you, Jake. I can relate to everything you're saying there. And shame withers in the light is such a good point. Um, whilst I cannot articulate the darkness that takes over at times, I'm now capable of expressing there is something that clouds my mood, my ability to see myself and the world without shame or anxiety. This simple act has been a powerful tool that helps me weed the shoots of darkness that pop up like unwanted weeds. This is lovely words. Writes beautifully. Writes beautifully, Jake, says my husband. Uh, I may not have got to the roots, but I'm working on it. Thank you, Chris Weenie and Owen O'Kane for a vitally important episode. Lovely thing to say. Lovely to be written. Have you listened to the episode, William? Avidly. What happened in it? He spoke to Owen. And... What was it about? Jake listened. You Jane. see? Jane. See, this is the support I get. <laughs> glad I've got you listeners. You know? I'm glad we're a merry band, all together in this. Glad you appreciate what, what we're doing here, just trying to solve one LGBT problem at a time. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Our first review of I Kissed a Boy is In, Chris said, surprisingly endearing, the queer antidote to Love Island, which, quite frankly, we need. Um, could we go a little bit slower? Yeah, I'm just going to get this. Oh, my God. Concentrate on your... I'm asking you to go slower because it's so loud. Okay, I'm just pulling in now. Sorry, listeners, if you can barely hear me. I've got someone driving at, like, 400 miles an hour. We also asked for your first kiss stories. First up is, I think this is Thomas wrote this. One guy at uni gave me a peck on the lips at uni as a greeting back when I was in the closet. But my first real kiss was with my first boyfriend. It was awful, kept banging front teeth. Oh my God. Yes, did you ever get your, did you ever bash braces with people as well? I did that. I mean, my first kiss, good Lord. I was quite a prolific kisser actually, if we're talking girls. It was my best friend, Amy. We were best friends. Then we decided we were going to go out, so we kissed. You know, thoroughly pleasant. Very beautiful lady. Still is. That was my first kiss. My first kiss with the boy? Why can't I remember it? I genuinely can't remember it. 
Oh my god, I know exactly what it was. It was in the Triangle Club in Bournemouth, and he was on the dance floor. I'd come out, and I hadn't kissed anyone yet, any boys yet. I was like, I have to kiss someone. So I just marched over to this guy on the dance floor who I thought was really handsome. He was really handsome. And I never spoke to him. I just snogged him. And then we shared a B&H cigarette on the dance floor. We never spoke. Isn't that weird? William, what was your first kiss with a boy? A boy called Simon in Ayers Rock. Oh, you were talking about him the other day because we were in Australia together, obviously. This boy called Simon who you dated in Ayers Rock. And he broke your heart did break my heart because we sort of got together and then sort of didn't and then we just ended up seeing each other a bit in England he was a farmer he was a farmer very handsome is he very handsome very handsome not as handsome as you trying not to be jealous so handsome farmer interesting do you ever hear from him we get in touch about every 10 years (gasps) so you do yeah I didn't know about this we're not having an affair. We just get in touch with each other occasionally to see how he's getting on. Well, I'd like to be across all these messages you're exchanging with your exes. I message my exes sometimes. There you go. Just saying, hey, uh, what you doing? Just uh, checking in. <laughs> you know, i got options. Anyway, moving on, let's talk to the listeners about their first kisses, because that's much more interesting than this infidelity business. Um, Herbie says, opened my mouth too wide, and they told the whole school I kissed like a frog. Herbie, I feel really sorry for you, because um, that's bullshit, and people are so mean at that age, aren't they? I bet you're a great kisser, Herbie. And uh, thank you for sharing that, because it's funny. Have you ever had a really bad snog with someone? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Dreadful. I used to go to these things called Capital VIP Balls when I was a teenager and desperately trying to be straight. And you go in and snog um, lots of girls. Like, you go and snog 30 and I go, many of them are horrible. That's not the girls, the kisses will. Do you remember those Capital VIP Balls? where people would dress in black tie and they would all snog each other. But everyone would say that they snogged like 30 people and I used to go in and I wouldn't be able to snog anyone. I literally didn't snog anyone. No one would snog me. And then you'd meet up with your friends and you'd be like, they'd be like, oh yeah, how many people have you pulled? And I'd be like, oh God, like seven, man. Don't know what I'm going to do. And yeah, I used to just lie. I think everybody lied. Did you really snog 30 people? He's nodding. What? Do you still message them as well? No. I think it's time to go and talk to the scion of queer culture that is Danny Minogue. I loved the chat with her. She is such a lovely person. We had such a nice talk. And I think it's time that we all went and had a listen to it. Without further ado, here's our lovely chat with Danny. Minogue, no less. The other day you did table manners, right, with my very close friends, Jesse and Lenny Ware. It was so good. They cooked the best food. We've just been listening to her album because it just dropped today. Literally, it was the first thing I did today. Isn't it great? Oh, God. It's just like I want it on vinyl because it just feels like something from Donna Summer era, like a classic. Jesse's album, so the very first track when it goes, oh, that feels good. 
I'm one of the voices. No, that's so good. I just recorded it on my iPhone and sent it to her. So I was listening. I was like, did I make the cut? So I did. I got really into it. I was doing like all different performances. I was like, because I'm going to be up against some good people. I really need to like sing for my supper. <laughs> but then I listened to the first like three tracks and then we, we had to talk to you. So I haven't actually got that far, but uh, it's great, right? So good. Like it's just got this beautiful vintage disco vibe and warm and really rich sounding so well produced love it you know I always feel like you had a lot of that as well like really amazing references with your early tracks and stuff and was disco an influence for you would you say growing up for sure like we had Donna Summer on the record player you know anytime I hear do do yes it's like I was listening to it just going how nice to do some really cool pop you know like it's like how nice for it to feel soulful and old-fashioned and timeless I suppose yeah yeah and just you know just be in your own lane and a lot of stuff with record companies conversations can start with well, we want something that sounds like this. Yes. <laughs> and when they're very current references, by the time you've got that out, <laughs> that sounds like that, um, you've completely missed the mark. It's um, old news. So, so to take vintage references and, I don't know, it's, it's sexy. It's of a different era where I guess in some ways we long for that, you know, without all the mobile phones and everything yeah. being up and just, you know back to the disco yes but then I'm talking to someone who has made some of the most iconic music videos ever like talk to me about your music videos because they were I just remember so many of them so clearly and was it Harvey and Caroline you always worked with Harvey and Caroline uh did Don't Forget About Me uh Phil Griffin did most of them with the snake yeah with the snake and um uh, I begin to wonder, and the hair, and the scissors, and all of that was Phil Griffin. So yeah. Liz Martins did the makeup for all of those. She's here today, so we're oh, just re- I love that. Reminiscing on those, you know, the records, the promo, the video, talking about the directors. Like it was, it was a wild time. Like it was, I got to work with great people, and they're, you know, things that I can refer back to and be proud of. Did you have a vibe of like, I want to make imagery that pops or, you know, what was in your, because there was always like an image from each video that stayed with you. I think that's more for the director to really, you know, come up with something iconic. So they're going to pitch you a video idea. And so you got to on that. Then you drill down into the outfits. And then after you do the outfits, then we'll work out what hair and makeup is going to go with it and then all come back together and just say, do we think this will be iconic? Do you think it will grab people's attention? I mean, you, yeah. I don't know that I was thinking, you know, 20 years down the track anyone would be talking about it at all, but, you know, you try to get people's attention in that moment for sure yeah. and a lot of pop traffic. Yeah, and, there's, you know, there's a lot of gay clubs with video screens in them and you have occupied them all forever like that was always (laughs) I also when people say you know this song is my gym song or I see the video coming up in the gym and I'm like 
Oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Someone's still on the treadmill and, yes. you know, songs are on. So, it's, yeah, it, it's fun. Is it true that you were the first person to play G.A.Y.? First ever. And um, at the original venue, Jeremy said it would be great if you come back to close this venue because that venue doesn't exist at all. Mm. And then it moved to heaven, uh, which I performed at as well. But... Um, yeah, the first, nobody back then. It was such a different time. Um, in pop, people wouldn't perform at gay clubs because record companies were like, you can't come out as being gay. This will kill your career. You know, management would tell people that, you know, to be seen in a gay club where you didn't have a right of reply on social media, mm. journalists were writing all sorts of crap back then and they knew it was crap, but they were never accountable for it. Mm. Or say, you know, everything started off with our sources tell us and then just fill in the blank of whatever crap you want to write. But for a lot of people, that would be super stressful. So either you knew you were gay and you weren't ready for anyone to say that about you or you definitely weren't and if that was said about you, then you're just constantly trying to say, no, that was just something one journalist said and then you're, you couldn't be seen to be attacking journalists because we were just, you know, at, you know, the will of whatever they wanted to do. And if you went after a journalist, then that publication would never, like, mm. support on anything again. So it was a real tight cage um, to be living in. And, you know, I had the opportunity to come out and do that performance. I love gay clubs. I love the music that people who go to gay clubs love. So we're mm. all vibing same music we want to go to a place and have fun that's where I want to be and I was thinking you know what journalists are writing shit about me anyway so <laughs> may as well, you know yeah. what else are they gonna say so at least kind of show up have some fun whatever happens happens you know and um yeah there were other people that weren't in that position eventually we changed the culture of it and then you know, then they had girl bands and boy bands performing. But mm. I think for the boy bands, and that was a huge time in pop music for boy bands and girl bands, for the boy bands especially, that was the most scary thing. They wanted to perform there. They loved that audience and the, and how much those people had supported their records. And they wanted to do that performance. But, I mean, boy bands were told at that time, from management from record companies, mm -mm, yeah. you, can, you cannot near this uh that was crazy times yeah and, and and did you like did you used to go to gay clubs growing up like when you grew up were there gay clubs around because you grew up in melbourne right yeah i mean there were always like bars and places i mean we have sydney so i yeah. uh i moved to sydney when i was 17 yeah and moved to london when i was 19 so right. I, I was i found myself in places where there are a lot of fun places to go and you know my friends would always say oh let's take you down here or let's let's go there like they had favorite places and they would share those with me and make sure that it was a, a fun really safe place to be when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Danny, let's talk about this show of yours. I Kissed a Boy. How did you get involved in this? It's so exciting. It's so nice to have a good gay dating show on television. Yes. Uh, to have a gay dating show. So yeah. this is the first gay ever. And it's 2023. So I'm going to, you know, time, date, wow. stamp, interview people. It is 2023. It's just whenever I read that or hear myself saying it, I'm like, that's bizarre, you know, that nobody's done this before. So many people um, have requested to TV networks, come on, we want um, mm. involved in dating shows. Um, and it always fell on deaf ears. There are announcements that I've read from certain dating shows. They're like, this isn't part of our format. So two, four productions have made the show BBC Three, are airing it. Um, it'll be all over iPlayer, which is great. So that's like so easy for people to access. Yeah. An incredible cast, a really good, um, I think, cross section of the community uh, mm. are represented, a really good bunch of guys. The premise is to really find love. Like, I feel like people are so exhausted of going on dates, dating apps, and you know, people were very isolated during COVID and just, you know, you we've all lost a few years. So to speed mm. up the process, there are a team of people working on this to try and match you with someone that they really think will work. So the boys went through huge interviews. Uh, we had a psychiatrist across it that specialises in the community and uh, I spoke to him before... I signed on to do the show. I spoke to all of the producers in the show. I made sure that everyone's intentions for the show were aligned with what I, you know, felt would be a good good show. So I think there should be a whole heap of different gay dating shows out there. They're not all for me and my style, even though my yeah. friends are like, oh, I'd love a, a gay love island. I go, yeah, this isn't that. Yeah. Um, so this is really about finding love. It's about communication between the boys. I think it will be very surprising for people. So the boys learn a lot from each other because they all come from different walks of life, different experience so far in the gay community. So it was amazing to watch them learn from each other. Mm. I was learning stuff every day. So I think whether you are in the community, which is who it's made for, mm-hmm. um, but if you're a friend, family member, ally, like I think it's it's worth checking it out and having a look. Plus, it's in a very pretty location in Italy. Plus, it has the most 
amazing uh, music edited into it, one of Jesse's songs. I think oh. it was in the episode. Yeah, it's just there's like um, old uh, pop songs, new pop songs, interesting pop songs. So we're putting together um, a Spotify playlist to accompany the show because you get to the end of an episode and you're like, those songs are so good, but you might only hear a snippet of them. So um, we had fun on set, all the crew. We had uh, like a private um, Spotify playlist that we would all put in song ideas for. So then when they went to the editing process, they went through all of those songs to see, you know, what might work with those edits and stuff. So it's it's beautifully crafted. It's very enjoyable. And um yeah, once this is once this is out there in the world, we will not be saying there's never been a gay dating show in the UK before. Yeah. And so the premise is they get to kiss once, is that right? Just tell me a bit more about that. The premise is the first time they see the person that they've been matched with that we all really think this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing they do is kiss. Right. And then after that, they talk. Some go back for another kiss. <laughs> and you can see the electricity, you know, some really work straight off the bat. Some, depending on their personality type, if they're really introvert or extrovert, has, you know, plays a lot. But Picture being at the club in the disco and you see someone, you're like, mm, they're hot. Okay, you're moving closer to them whether you're at the bar or on the dance floor or whatever. You might end up like dancing together. Is there a kiss? And then naturally after that, you're like, that was really cool. So like, where are you from? Like you you live around here, you know, like yes. it's that natural thing that's happening. Of course, it's unnatural on the set and you're being filmed by cameras, but you can see the boys just, they're so excited to see that other guy and see, you know, who, who's been chosen for me. Mm. And, you know, seriously, what could be worse than swiping and seeing the stats that someone's put up about themselves that are often very <laughs> <laughs> incorrect when you meet the person. So yeah, you've got nothing to lose by, by meeting someone and giving it a go. A great, um, I think a brave first cast because if you've never seen a show before, you're like, mm, what's it going to be like when they edit it together or what's going to be coming at us? Yeah. So a brave first cast, um, I absolutely applaud them for, you know, just standing up and getting involved. And I, I said to all of them, like, you do realise that once the show comes out, there'll be your life before the show and then your life afterwards. You're going to be like instantly gay famous and uh i can't tell you anything about that because i was famous from a very young age in australia and Mm. i I don't remember there being like that huge day when things changed it didn't work like that for me back then so just you know to be aware and they've got a lot of support around them to help navigate all of that i mean i said can you imagine when you guys like walk into a club together or a gay bar after this show airs, everyone will be like, everyone's going to know your name. Everyone's going to know a lot about you. So it's just brave of them to be open, share their stories. There'll be a lot of people watching that will find someone to go, oh, that experience was kind of similar to mine or, you know, I love it. It's a great show. 
And did you say there's, um, I can't remember the word you used, was it psychotherapists who put them together or specialists or? Yeah, we had a, a psych who was involved in all of the initial interviews and across all of the, the guys before a casting process even happened because, you know, their lives will change overnight once this show goes out. You've got to have somebody that A, can cope with all of that mm. and someone, you know, try and work out who really is looking for love. Yes. When people approach TV shows, you're like, okay, what are you here for? Yeah. And you have the advantage when it's a first series that they haven't seen it before, so it's not like they're manipulating or knowing what's coming. Yeah. Uh, it's fresh, and um, I felt very confident in that process and uh, that they were the right guys. Did you ever watch um, Love at First Sight? No, Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. Well, the Australian uh, version of that, all my British friends are like, <laughs> The Australian version, it's it's incredible. And then the British one changed when you guys yes. did. Uh, so I have a lot of friends that have worked on that show. And, right. uh, I mean, everybody wants to invite them to a dinner party because it's like, <laughs> tell yeah. me, what happened, you know? Yeah, because the first English series was so sweet and they were just like, oh, I think I love her. And, you know, the girl would be like, I don't think I love him. And, like, it would be, like, so tender and emotional. Then the Australian one came out, which I started watching, and it was, like, fisticuffs, like, betrayals. Like, it was it was so wild. And then I, then I was like, I loved that. And what was – there was a really famous series with – the woman who double-crossed everybody. She kept just going up to people being like, I want to get with you now. I want to get with you. She was totally playing a game. Yeah, I mean, they've become huge stars. I know that, you know, a lot of them have travelled to the UK, you know, because they're huge stars here now. I mean, that's a particular show and it attracts a particular person. So, I mean, (laughs) once our show goes out uh, and people see what it is about, because at the moment it's just a, Big question mark. Yeah. So, so then, after they do this kiss and they decide they want to see more, what happens after that? Like, do do they go on dates or how does it work? Yeah, there are some one-on-one dates that happen, um, but they're in a beautiful big masseria, and there are different areas and pockets that you can go to. Whether it's poolside, um, there's an outdoor gym area, there's bedrooms, there's you know, different places where you can go and have a little breakout conversations. So you might be speaking with someone else about who you've been paired with and, you know, how's it going. And, yes. um, yeah, they don't know what's happening next until I rock up on the scene and say, well, boys, you know, this is what's happening now or tonight. So there are different things that I will bring into it again or something where I get to learn about them and they get to learn about each other. And then as time progresses and they've had that time in the Masseria, it could be falling out, it could be another couple getting closer. So then the next time I see them for the next a challenge or game, like, oh, things can be very, very different. So it was amazing for me when I saw the edit because I never saw any of what was filmed with them i just came in ah interesting and yeah updated on what had happened but (laughs) yeah just to see the guys so it was i i was able to be on the edge of my seat 
watching the series. You know, we were talking about the apps a second ago. Like, did you speak to the boys about their feelings about the apps? Because they do. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like how disenfranchised people are by having to date on apps nowadays. Yeah, I think there's that face that you put up, the stats that you put up, and it's very manipulated. Um, I think that any message that goes through an app or if you start texting someone, even if you're in a solid long-term relationship, a text can be misread, you know. Mm. So I know the boys loved not having their phones for the entirety of the filming. Interesting. let's look at each other in the eyes and let's have a conversation. And really that's where it gives me that sense of being back in the day in a club, kissing someone and then talking, you know, and yes, not like looking up and seeing, you know, what social media they're on, you know, just ask someone some questions and see what they're about. Okay. End of part one, part two on the feed, go get it more Danny Minogue. What more could you ask for? Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Powered by Spirit Studios.